table and he said, so somebody's been reading Jesus' son. <laughs> and I was the slap in the face that I needed uh, to love him and then set him down. You know, I'm so glad you mentioned um, fake Dennis Johnson because um, I started out writing fake Ray Carver. And when I first read Jesus' Son, I mean, I had, I had many reactions, of course, as one would to a book like this, but one of my thoughts was, oh, here comes a new generation of fake Dennis Johnson writers. <laughs> Maybe we want to start to start, get into talking about real Dennis Johnson by talking about a little fake Dennis Johnson. You know, which, which, is a, which is a kind of, it's like fake, fake Ray Carver. I have of, a good fake Dennis Johnson story from oh, my please. writing workshop. There was, a, there was a woman in my writing workshop and she wrote these stories about these kind of, she was also very influenced. <laughs> and she wrote these stories and it would always be someone um, in kind of dirty clothes, uh, riding around in a car with torn upholstery. Uh, there's a smudged windshield through which you can see just a glimmer, just a glimmer of the moon. And then, they, and then at one point, so she was, we were going through this, we were talking about it. And this has been several stories like this. And then at one point they, they pull off to get something to eat and they got donuts and she opened the donuts and it was like the donut was stale and I was like could she just have a fresh donut could we just 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 the, just a fresh donut please um so it, 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 like the any old great... story could she just have a fresh donut <laughs> that's that's gonna be the name of my autobiography please look for it um but I think like many great writers he he sort of inspires you to immediately mimic him in a way that will then make it impossible to go back and look at your early writing because you're like, oh, I, that was ripped off from there and that was ripped off from there. And I was particularly fond of ripping off his rhetorical questions. What of these fields? But I, I couldn't quite you know, carry it off in the same way. Um, what about you, Chuck? How did you first come to Jesus' son? Come to Jesus or Jesus' son? Which yeah. Part? I wasn't a big fan of, you know, they call it Kmart realism. Right. And, uh, and at the time I was studying uh, minimalism. So we were studying Amy Hempel and we were studying the uh, stories by uh, Mark Richard, I said, at the bottom of the world. And uh, Tom Jones was huge back then too. Yeah. It really was that glorious sort of renaissance of these short story collections. You couldn't read them. They came out so fast, airships. Just boom, boom, boom. These, these collections were all so fantastic. And they were all so lish generated. Yep. And I was so trying to sound like Gordon Lish with all these rules that when I read Jesus' Son, I, I tried. I tried like 20 times. And I couldn't make it past the first two or three pages because they violated so many of the Lish rules. <laughs> He's a harsh taskmaster. Suddenly you were lapsing into these poetic writerly things that we were being grilled not to do, not to sound like writers anymore. And so it was a, it was a tough, tough transition. Mm -hmm. And you found your way to it later on when you'd uh, been a little unlishified or something? <laughs> you know, you, you really can't argue with some of the moments of what occur as fantastic honesty that somebody has said something so true and so brave and so insensitive yes. that it creates fantastic authority. Mm -hmm. And it was the moment when in Dirty Wedding when the nurse says Michelle is comfortable and he says is she dead and the nurse says no and he <laughs> says 
Thank God they put it in the movie. But he says, I kind of wish he was. Yeah. Yeah. And they wanted to get this man out of the building. There's suddenly this flurry of attention. And the other little moment in, uh, I think the, the story about being at the trial in the bar, and uh, is it called jury duty? Anyway, they're talking about this, this washed out boxer who's escaped from some sort of mental hospital, Kid Williams. And he's wearing a hospital gown and paper slippers, and he's trying to get people to buy him a drink. And he says, the narrator says, we love him because he has fucked up his entire life. And for those of us who are only like 20 years old, he has the permission we need to go on a couple more years. <laughs> it's an amazing moment, isn't it? You read those true things, and they're so incorrect right. that it... And yet, so true. I mean, the, the one thing that he does in that moment you're talking about, too, is in the...